Hi, guys. Welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview common people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Hitty, from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode three of this podcast, I sat down with Steph Coker, the owner of Longevity Health and Fitness on Route 11 in Danville, Pennsylvania. In this episode, we talked about her journey in the fitness world that led her to become an entrepreneur, her love she has for the longevity community and the surrounding communities, our thoughts on modern day nutrition and exercising, and she ended the podcast with the words of encouragement. And before we go on, don't forget to hit that subscribe button that helps us generate this podcast out to more people. Let's get started. So today I am sitting across from Steph Coker from Longevity Health and Fitness down the road on Route 11. Is that Route 11? Route 11. Route 11. Cross That's from right. Maze. That's right. <laughs> so I wanted to have her on board today to talk about her business, her journey, um, and why she decided to take the step to be as crazy as we are um, and become a business owner in this area. So hi, Steph. Hi, how are you? Good. So let's start with your own fitness journey. And this is neat because I don't know much about it. I know Steph as a person. I know Steph's daughter, Sage, who dances here. But I don't know much of her story in regards to her fitness journey. So go ahead and share with the listeners what that's like. So I would probably say my fitness journey started out as a youth, really involved in sports. I always liked basketball, softball, dabbled with a little bit of soccer and swimming and things like that, but did go on to play collegiate basketball Mm. and then um, had an injury and I wasn't able to play. So I became a step aerobics instructor while I was in college. Man, that's old school. (laughs) Step aerobics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it led (laughs) me to step aerobics. Uh And then I went to college to be a dietitian. So I graduated with a degree in nutrition and dietetics and then also in sports nutrition. So I really do have a love for health and fitness and health and wellness and those types of things. And then after college, I coached basketball for four years and then really just continued working out, staying active. Um, once we came to Danville, I, I, I tried many different things. I worked out with you yeah, for you quite a few months, yeah, yeah, yep. did some classes, worked out, did some CrossFit for a little while. Mm-hmm. I had my couple years of running. We had a group of friends and spent a lot of time running. So always have been very active. I coached my daughter's basketball team. Mm-hmm. So really being involved with, with kids, coaching, staying active. And then what led me to, um, buying and opening longevity was I used to work out there before under the previous mm-hmm. owner and there were spin classes and circuit training and hot yoga and really had really liked spin. And what got me into doing that was a, a running injury mm-hmm. where, you know, I was finding it difficult and having some knee problems and spinning took, it was a low impact, good cardio workout. So that's mm-hmm. how I started that. And I think I remember having a conversation with you in the past where you just love the community over there. Yes. And the people who are there. And I think that was one of the reasons why you want decided to step into that role. Well, and what ha- what had happened was um, the previous owner had an, an illness and was mm-hmm. no longer able to run the run the facility. And the only other option at that point was to close. And it is such a great place. I mean, the people that come through the doors, you have such a mixed demographic. We have college students that come in. We have um 
middle age to older women. Um, and it is just a great mix of people, um, all walks of life, different jobs. You have people from the university. Um, it, it's just a great opportunity to meet people. And I love when we have our college students come in and they meet up with some of our more tenured, you know, nursing nurses over at the hospital and they can talk and bounce ideas off right. each other. They end up with having some great role models that come through there. And the thought of that closing just really, it gave me something to think about. And, you know, I brought the community aspect because community is such an important thing. And I think, you know, I always say if people can find joy in working out and when enjoy being with the people, whether it's like the people that's come to the gym or the programs that they're doing or the classes that they're doing, if they find joy in that, they're more likely to return and continue on their journey. And so when you look at your clients and the people that come through, that community aspect is so important. And I think, you know, each fitness facilities in this area has that ability to establish that like super strong community where they feel connected to the people that's there. And it sounds like you're carrying on that community environment and, and, and enhancing it. And that's why pe can, people continue to come. And uh, you've created such an awesome awesome facility over there it's it's really been been great and we talk about community involvement we also talk about you know the the health alliance that we formed which allows our five studios we bounce things off each other we have members between the five studios that go to all different places because we do have different things that we offer at each individual studio so I think it's nice when someone comes into me and they say, you know I can't I, I can't do hot yoga but mm. I would really like to do yoga I said well I know where you can go or just if they want a different type of training, there's so many options or with injuries that people face, you mm -hmm. know, there's different places that they can go. And we all have this great network of people that they can go throughout the community and find somewhere that they can meet new people. And then right. they're still meeting their fitness goals. Right. So for those of you that's listening, if you're unfamiliar with, I'm familiar with the Danville Health Alliance, that is five of us. So that's Longevity, that's Resurrection Movement Studio, Altera Life Downtown, Studio B, Yoga Center, Reflex Jiu-Jitsu, and actually the DAC. So the Mill Area Community Center is part of it as well now. And this idea came about when Christian from Altera just kind of brought us together and say like, hey, I want to do an event. And then after a couple of meetings, we're like, well, how about we form an, form an alliance? And it's such a cool thing is because I've been in this fitness industry for over 10 years. And I see so many like fitness ego driven people and I'm, I'm not gonna lie sometimes i'm guilty of this as well <laughs> somehow fitness and ego gets attached to each other and a, a lot of times it just becomes like competition but the six businesses we came together and just kind of dropped our egos and say hey instead of competing let's make this community better together let's work together let's try to collaborate let's let's instead of competing Let's encourage our members to go and try out other businesses and what other communities offer because it's better that way. We can work together to make the community better. That's such a cool concept uh, that I wish that like it would spread and that I, I hope that people will take advantage of. That's our goal. And that's two of us sitting at the table right now and alone where we're about like what a mile and a two away. <laughs> that This alone, I hope you the listeners can realize like, this is a very unique situation where like we get along and we honestly like recommend each other's programs. There's clients that comes through and they're like, Oh, Hitty, 
I took a spin class at longevity. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> that is great. That's something we don't offer. I trust the owner. I know that she hires quality instructors. And so that's great. Did you enjoy it? Those are the conversations that we have and that's how it should be. Right. And it's great. And like you said, some of your instructors have come to spin. I've come here and taken some classes. Mm -hmm. I recommend to, you know, sometimes we have people come in that are looking for a little bit heavier strength training. Mm -hmm. I recommend your grind class to them, which is more weight-based training and things like that. I've worked out with Christian and Shannon over at Altera. So it's really, it's a great opportunity. And I hope the people in the community do see how we, we work together and, you know, really have a sense of camaraderie with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's it's just so cool mm -hmm. um this is what we want to do in our community and you know just the fact that you can just walk in and feel good and know that like we're an alliance you know that's the goal it's just at the beginning phase so we still have a lot of work to do um but this health alliance thing i hope that it continues to grow and i hope that we continue to be part of it and big part of it as well um you know I let, as you mentioned in your your, your own fitness journey there's so many outlets out there as far as the fitness goes and over the course of time i think i've learned that nothing is wrong and people have different likes and people have different things that they enjoy and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. and so for us as a fitness professionals to recognize that and say hey it's like there's not just one way of training or one way of doing things there's multiple ways and the key is finding that thing that you enjoy the most um, but also recognizing that there's a shortcomings in the ways that we do things and that supplementing with other styles or other things that's offered in the area is a great way to get your entire body healthy and mind, body and soul, that kind of idea. Um, and hence, like this alliance works great. And variety, too. You know, yeah. people get burned out of doing the same things over and over again. So maybe they, they do take spin class for a year and they decide, you know what? want to do something di different so that's when we move around and try different things and i i'd love to see them going to other members of the health alliance and going to into the mm -hmm. community and trying different things and i think that's really important for what we offer that there is that variety because sometimes we become stagnant and mm -hmm. we do need to switch things up and give other things a try it's always good and you can rotate around and try so many different things now it, it, it's really you know i think the community um kind of misses out on what we we do have to offer here i know it's a small you know it's a small community you have people coming in from bigger cities working at the hospital and places like that but it's it's a great community we have a lot to offer mm -hmm. and i'd love to see people getting involved and meeting one another and networking within sure um so what i find amazing about you is the fact that you have a full-time job <laughs> you run a small business your mom and uh and you're still being involved in the community it's like i don't know how you have time to sleep <laughs> and how you have time to do this kind of stuff i was like when i asked you if you could come on the podcast i was like gosh she's probably really busy but you're like yeah sure so i was i was shocked and i was really excited so talk about how you're able to balance all the things that's happening in your life well and i was late don't forget nah, but. <laughs> that's okay don't worry about it I, I always say I'm crazy and I don't sleep, mm. but um, no. But really. you know, sleep is important. I sleep is very important. I need a lot more of it. Let me tell you. But um, you know, I have a hard time saying no to things, especially mm. things that I feel strongly about and that I really enjoy. And really, health and wellness is my passion. Mm. So, 
I do, I have a full-time job, which, which I love. I have a great work, work-life balance, which, which is awesome. And then running the studio, I really attribute the success to the instructors that I have. I have between 12 and 15, it just a very, very, some of them sub in and out, but I have fantastic, highly qualified instructors that I can trust, um, that do a really good job at the studio. Um, I teach in the mornings and then in the evening. So in my off time, I do that. And then my daughter's very involved. She loves to come to the studio and hang out and we've learned to make cleaning fun. Hmm. So that's <laughs> she, awesome. She helps me out with different things. And then she has her activities too. So she, you know, she dances and does some other things. I also coach her, her basketball team. So I can still, I still stay involved and in other activities aside from, you know, just work in the business. But I really, it's, it's the people that are there that keep me going. And like I said, it's not all me. It's, it's the instructors that I have that are definitely, that are, are key. But I think when you love something and you really have a passion for it, it makes it more enjoyable and you find ways to to do it and to get it done. And it sounds like, you know, you're being creative in the ways to get your daughter involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure Sage loves that. (laughs) You know, I I bring my my son, my little Noah over here and, you know, he hangs out in the studio and, you know, it's a great thing for the kids, you know, because as as a small business owner and plus you have a full time job. Sometimes this time spent with your family is the thing that you miss the most. Mm -hmm. And if we can find a way to get them involved somehow, uh, that's the best way to spend time because they see that what you're doing is something that you truly love and you're getting them involved in it. And I think, and I'd like to think that is a lifelong lesson that I want my kid to grow up knowing that like, Hey, you can make what you love be your job. And the, the best way to teach kids, as I've learned over the course of the year, is leading by example. So if you live that life, then kids will follow. I, I truly believe that. I mean, I can't say that. That's the that's a fact because it's not like, you know, they've grown up and told me that. But I, I'd like to think that that's the way to go about it. And it sounds like you're really being creative in the way to get your daughter involved and have that family time that you probably miss. Yeah, and she she loves coming to the studio, and I think it sets a good example for her, her as far as being a female in, in a leadership position, owning a business, and then also health and wellness and fitness and being active all the time, and I, I laugh. Everyone at the studio knows her. She's my assistant when mm. she comes in, and she's my number one marketer because she'll come in, and she hands out business cards to everyone, oh. and <laughs> if they're taking a spin class, she asks them if they've ever taken hot yoga, and she gives her... She gives them her recommendation on classes to take. So everyone one knows her and she gives out stickers if someone's doing really well at class that day. And she likes to run around. Her favorite is when we do outdoor activities. So if we go do things outside, she likes to. That's to kids, run with right? The, kids being yeah, kids. They, they just do. love being outside. That's that's yeah. fantastic. So I hope She's that like, encourages her, you know, to, to be active and continue to be active. And yeah. just that's a good good role model, like you say, for Noah. He, you know, yeah. he's here and he sees what everyone's doing. Yeah, I, I mean, one great. of the things I, w- I would have to say, like, Noah is very social. I think part of it is because he's been exposed to so many people from early on. You know, I brought him in. He was a baby. And yeah. all he's known is people around him so you know it's uh, my wife and I joke about it but like he has he has no stranger danger and so he's so (laughs) friendly and he'll go up to anybody and talk to them and so 
you know, in a sense that we were a little bit worried, you know, if some stranger offers him a candy, <laughs> we feel like he's going to take it. And, you know, we don't want him to be that kid. But at the same time, we appreciate his friendliness because he never shies away from talking to a client or just inserting his own voice into a situation. I have experienced <laughs> that with him. He's a sweetheart. I, I think I was helping him wash his hands one day and we had a, a great conversation, but yeah. he just comes and goes. And yeah, he really enjoys it here. It's nice to see yeah. him when he's around. Thanks. And sounds like Sage is enjoying her time as well. She so is. as so what was the biggest challenge when you took on this role as a business owner? Well, to, in the beginning, it was the balance, mm. achieving the work-life balance and also the family balance, you know, not missing out on things, which I, I feel like I've been able to really adjust my schedule so that I, I, I don't miss anything. I don't find myself missing opportunities to spend time with my family, my daughter, or to continue coaching her activities mm -hmm. that I that I like to coach. And then the other part, the schedule is always tough, you know, because I said there are right. 12 to 15 instructors at, at different times. That's always, that's always tough to juggle. And then I think making everyone happy, trying to keep everyone happy. And I know that it's impossible to keep everyone happy. But, you know, as a, as a small business owner, you, you know, when one person is unhappy – you think about it, you dwell on it and you really you want to make the changes. And yeah, it's not, we don't have those hundreds of thousands of customers coming through the doors. It's yeah. that one, and you know, every face that comes through your door yeah. and when they're not happy, it, you take it personal. And yeah. You really, it affects you. Yeah. And you kind of want to, I don't know. It's, you, you think about it. You know, you I do. always say like, it's hard to shut my brain off at night or when I'm not here. I'm mm -hmm. constantly thinking about it and I'm constantly thinking about the people in it. Um, because like I always think in terms of small businesses, we exist because of the community. Mm -hmm. And so we can't take that for granted. We want to provide values to this community. So people want to be here. People want to be in this community. People want to be part of our, our community. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is you want them to be happy. You want them to be excited to be here. You want them to enjoy the time they're here. And so it's really hard to shut off your quote unquote work brain yeah. uh, when you're not at work. And I know like I've gotten better at it over the course of time, I think. Um, but it's definitely a struggle. You, even if you have a hundred people telling you what an awesome facility that is, if there's one person that's in your head saying, we don't agree this with this, or we don't think this is the right idea. That's the voice you cling on to. And it's, I don't know, I think that's part of a human tendency. Uh, but at the same time, that's definitely a struggle. I, yeah. And that's, that would probably be the, the biggest thing that I really, really struggle with. And even sometimes it's just when enough is enough as far as what the studio has to offer you know mm. i just have to draw the line sometimes with okay this is what we can do what i can offer you know as an owner and with the staff that that i have and i it's some it's hard to say no to things mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that and you do you sit and you dwell on it and you wonder are you doing the right thing and keeping people happy so i would probably say that's the the biggest part that i True. battle with yeah and i remember sitting with you at panera <laughs> like yes. right before you were about to take on this role and you were so excited and i just saw myself in you when before before i opened i was like i remember this feeling of like being really excited feeling like i know all the answers i'm ready i can take on the world <laughs> but i'm sure you ran into the similar things that i did 
that unexpected things that popped up that you didn't know that you will face as a business owner. What were some of those unexpected challenges that you knew you didn't know existed? Well, I guess one of them was just instructors. Guess Mm. what? They leave. They get injured. (laughs) (laughs) They can't teach sometimes, you know, and guess what? You've got to be available and ready to fill the gaps when they're not there. So that was, you know, one thing I guess I didn't really think about. Um, The mechanics of owning 20 cycling, indoor cycle bikes, Mm. that's also a big, was a big, you know, bikes break things break you know there, there's constant and we're in constant need of repairs i do have someone that takes care and maintains the bikes for me oh, that's great he's fantastic um so that's great from that aspect and then just i think more like structural things like when the fireplace doesn't work or there's a leak in the building you know all those little things that that pop up or a glitch with the computer system that yeah. we use those little technical errors that that come into play once you get in there and you're you're in the middle of your class and you're teaching it you know it's just like your happy place and it's all good everybody's working out mm-hmm. strong and you know you feel good but it's those little behind the, the scenes things that people don't see you yeah. know like i said the bikes the maintenance the computer technology type issues but right yeah, so those like, are the things in part like we're still in the customer service business you know like and we're, our customers are important to us and we want them to have a great experience so when things break down and it's not the way it should be like that's on our mind it's like oh the sound system should be working but the wi-fi is not working today so how am i going to play <laughs> music so it's almost like you have to constantly adapt based on what what you're facing that day and so that that's definitely a challenge, and it sounds like you faced. That's n- a funny. Of the them. Wi-Fi challenge in the music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. The I want to say when I opened the studio, it opened on a Wednesday. We had the first class, and I had bought a new subwoofer mm. and plugged it in, and we were in the middle of a spin class. And you know, the lights are off; it's dim. I I don't have a very good nose. I can't smell things very good, okay. but I could smell smoke. I'm like, oh. I, I smell smoke. And we're on the bikes and finally got pretty strong. And I said to the ladies, I'm like, does anyone else smell smoke? And they said, oh, yeah, something's on fire. Something's on fire in here. <laughs> we turned all the lights on in the st- I don't even know if I told you this. Uh. We turned all the lights on in the studio. And here it was, and it was electrical kind of fire. What well, There weren't flames, but the subwoofer was on fire. It was burning up. So we had to uh, unplug the subwoofer. Oh, my and just, gosh. The, the studio stunk like electrical smoke and, yeah. So that was, I think, the second class we had there. But those wow, ladies will see. <laughs> that would make it for an interesting start. So to those business. things happen, yeah. and, you know, very quickly have to buy a new piece of equipment, rewire, yeah. and do all that type of stuff. But yeah, that was my opening week. Oh man, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a little smoke in the studio. Yeah. So looking in the future, Steph, where do you hope to take longevity from here? I really like to just see it grow as a business, um, have new, you know, bringing new people in that haven't experienced it, like to get some new instructors. I think we have some great people that come to the studio and that are really into health and wellness and fitness. I would love to see members become certified instructors yeah. and, you know, grow in, in teaching because we have some younger college age students or even, you know, early 20s that I think, boy, they, they would be a great motivator, mm-hmm. a great instructor. Um, 
And I think if there's opportunity to add some new classes, things like that, I think that would be great. And in the involvement in the community, I think there's so many opportunities with us now as, as the Health Alliance and ultimately having more people. I, we're never going to have any everyone, you know how mm-hmm. that is. But just look at health and wellness differently, mm-hmm. you know, not as something they have to do, but something they, they want to do, something that becomes do. part of their daily routine, that it's a habit. You know, we eat breakfast, we eat lunch, we eat dinner. Well, we work out every mm-hmm. day. And I want people to look at it more that way than a chore like oh I have to go to the gym but right. let's I want to go to the gym yeah, I got some friends at the gym that's definitely a mindset that like we want to battle right like right. As, as a fitness professional like I think if there's one thing that I can instill in somebody I just want them to enjoy what they're doing I want them to enjoy moving enjoy whatever activities that they do and do it well um, that's one of the things that like I've I've been on mission to do is that's you know that's why my studio particularly has the name movement in it is because I think people get really passionate about fitness right um, but then they don't take in consideration the risks that's right. involved in it so yes I do want you to move but make sure that you're learning the right way to do it same thing with diets mm-hmm. right yes. um, Everybody gets so caught up in like, okay, I have a family gathering coming up or wedding coming up. I need to lose five pounds. Oh, well, I saw uh, this diet on TV or this ad came up on my Facebook because, you know, your phones are a little creepy nowadays, (laughs) right? And it's like, I'm going to do it. I was like, what did you look into the pros and the cons and what it will take? And my biggest question when it comes to dieting is, is it sustainable? Because if it's not sustainable, the moment you stop doing whatever you're going to commit yourself to doing, most likely you will go back and gain a few more and a few more pounds than what you started with, right? And that's the statistics, yeah. Yes. It's accurate. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to combat. But the thing is, like, I think diet and body image and everything else is so close to our hearts that sometimes we don't hear what other people are saying. And, and even when we try to approach it from like a professional advice kind of thing, it's hard to get through to people like, what we want is what's best for you. And although we're not telling you the same thing that these Facebook ads and everything else is telling you, it's because we want what's best for you. And, and it's totally okay to experiment, but just know that like whatever you get yourself into, look at the whole picture instead of just part of it. Because all these ads, at the end of the day, what they want is they want to make money, right? right? So when they want to make money, they will only push the good side. So you have to go digging into the, to looking at the bad side and say like, is this really worth it? And at the end of the day, if your judgment is yes, then that's totally fine. You know, go and experiment and we'll try to help you and we'll try to encourage you to get to where you want to be utilizing that method, whatever it may be. But at the same time, we want to make sure like, hey, at least I want you to see the whole picture. Right. Yeah. And I I totally agree as far as the nutrition component goes Mm. to that. And my sister-in-law is a dietitian too. And Mm. she teaches some classes at the studio and she talks a lot about mindful eating and, you know, calories in. And she's a perfect example of, you know, she lives a lifestyle that is sustainable. Mm -hmm. You know, she eats healthy and I mean, most of you know, a lot of us do in the fitness sure. industry because we're very aware of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
you know, it's the 80-20, I always kind of say. Yeah. That's in sales, too. The rule of 80-20 goes for sales. <laughs> but um, in nutrition, you know, 80% of the time, my diet's really on point, and it's really yeah. good. And there's that probably 20%. I like, I like chocolate. I right. like cake. I like those things. But you don't want to live a life where, of restriction. Mm-hmm. And not, I mean, unless you have an allergy or an intolerance or something like that, that's a different story. But you just need to be be cognizant of what you're putting into your body and um, just aware that you don't need to eliminate food groups from your diet. And, you know, there's not a bad vegetable. Vegetables are all good. Yeah. Fruits, fruits are good, fruits, you know, yeah. and just create a balance and be mindful of, of, of what you are eating. Alcohol, Absolutely. you know, it's okay. You just don't want to abuse things. And right. If you're drinking every excess. day, like excessive yeah. amount, like a bottle of wine a night, then that's a problem. Sure. Right. <laughs> right. That. But that's and with anything, right? Exactly. Even and even exercising. You know, mm-hmm. there's a point where you're over exercising. Your body needs to ta- needs to have a break. Yes. You know, you more is not better. That's exactly. I just right. had this conversation with my client this morning. Yes, more is not better. Yeah, I just said that to someone else too. I said you need a 24 hour break. You need mm-hmm. a break in between workouts you know your body needs to recover so yeah so it's about balance right balance in life balancing your home life with work life balancing good diet balancing knowing when to rest when to work out you know all that like balance can i think everybody's working on that balance component in one way or another so we've got one you know we've got one body yes right this is what we were given and Mm -hmm. we need to take care of it that's right whether that's our nutrition, our exercise, our mind, you know, we need to be stimulated. We need to think about what we're, we're putting into our bodies. Mm -hmm. We need to move. I mean, not everyone's movement is the same, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you're just going for a walk or you're running a half marathon, Mm -hmm. but treat your body well. You got to take care of it and find something that you enjoy. Like we talked about and get out in the community, look at different options, meet new people, you know, and take care of your body. Yeah. So that's a great segue to our last um, point of conversation. What I ask each interviewer that I'm interviewing, interviewees that I'm interviewing is give the listeners a word of encouragement, word of advice that if there is a potential client out there or people that's just like listening to this podcast because they're hoping that this will be the turning point in their life that tomorrow morning they're going to get up they're going to get out of their bed and they're going to start this journey what is the best advice you can give them i think it's what i just said um you've got one body you've got to take care of it you've got to move if you get up tomorrow morning and there's one thing spend 45 minutes go for a long walk get some fresh air eat eat some fruits and vegetables in the course of your day and just be mindful of, of what you're putting into your body. There's a lot of opportunities um, to try different things in the community. And I think the health Alliance is definitely a great opportunity for people. They can come in and try different classes at the studio, find something that you enjoy that mm. you, that you like to do and do it. And if that becomes stagnant, try something new. Mm-hmm. It never hurt to try anything. Absolutely. Yeah. So, now, where can the listeners find more about your studio, more about what you're doing, what classes you offer? Okay, so Longevity Health and Fitness is located. It's 309 Montour Boulevard in Bloomsburg. Across from Maze, we kind of laugh about all nice. the time. Sometimes when we're working outside, we can smell the fryers going. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're located there. There is a big parking lot, which is nice when you pull in. Um, we offer spin, hot yoga, and circuit training, which is our body sculpt class. 
We do offer some nutrition classes throughout the month that you can come in and, and attend. Our information can be found on Facebook, Instagram, longevityhealthfitness.com. Okay. Also, we use the MindBody app heavily. If you go log into MindBody or download the app, you can favorite Longevity Health and Fitness. And our class schedules are all listed there with the instructors. Also, our pricing and any other information that you're looking for can be found on both the MindBody app and the website. Sure. So the listeners, the potential clients, they should sign up on the MindBody app before they come to the studio? That's, that's usually best, yeah. Because when it comes to cycling, indoor cycling, we have 19 customer bikes, one instructor bike. So if you're not registered for a class, we, we do fill out. We have wait lists for some of the spin classes, so it's definitely you need to register for a spin class, so you're guaranteed a bike. Sounds good. You know, I used to teach spin class out in California. Maybe one day I can uh, come and teach a class or two. Uh, I would love to have you. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. Yeah. So, Steph, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. And listeners, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye.